Son, even though you're far from me, I still think about you every day. I miss you. I can't help but think about when your mother and I first found out she was pregnant. We were so excited. After you were born, we'd sing to you all the time. We put your name in songs. We just loved spending time with you. Your mother loved you very much. I know you miss her. I miss her too. I know life hasn't been easy, but I'll always be there for you. I'll always love you. And even after what happened between us, I still love you, and I forgive you. You're my child. There's nothing you could ever do to change that. My love for you is never ending. It's irreversible. No matter what happens, it won't change. I've been writing you these letters for the past two years. Hoping you'll read them, and hoping that today's the day you come home. I will never turn my back on you, and I'll pursue you for as long as it takes. Son, I love you. Come home.
And even after what happened between us, I still love you and I forgive you. And my child, there's nothing you could ever do to change that. My love for you is never ending. It's irreversible. No matter what happens, it won't change. I've been writing you these letters for the past two years, hoping you'll read them, and hoping that today's the day you come home. We all stand together. i 
Seigneur. Jesus once used a parable about sheep to teach a lesson about reckless love. And in this parable, he asked a question. If you had 100 sheep and you lost one, would you leave the others to go find that one? I don't know about you guys. If you ask me, I would say 99 out of 100. That's not bad. That's pretty good. In fact, maybe from like a business perspective, it's not worth leaving 99 behind to go try to find one more. It's not worth the risk. But it's, this story is not about business. It's about a shepherd and his lost sheep. And to that shepherd, that one sheep is like a child. So what if I asked you, what if I told you you had 100 children and you only lost one? Would you leave the others to go find that one? Absolutely. Of course you would, right? If one of your children wandered off into the wilderness, tell me you wouldn't leave everything else behind and go search like crazy until you found them. You wouldn't, you wouldn't worry about what you were leaving or how long it took. You wouldn't quit until you found the lost one. You'd be reckless in your search for him. And that's the picture of love that Jesus is painting with his parable. A shepherd that desperately searching for the one that's, that's lost. Because his love is reckless and searching for us. What's beautiful about this parable is uh, when he finds the sheep, he's not mad at the sheep. He doesn't scold the sheep and march it back home in shame. No, that's not what the story tells us. He picks it up and he puts the sheep on his shoulders. He can feel the weight of it. He can smell the dirty sheep skin and he carries it back with him. And you know what he does when he gets home? This is my favorite part of the story. When he gets back, he throws a party. He's not upset. He's overjoyed that he found that one lost sheep. Think about it. The sheep wandered off on his own. The shepherd probably lost a day wandering through the hills trying to find it. And then had to carry it all the way back. But he's not upset with the sheep. He's just Glad. In fact, it says he invites his friends and his family. He says, come rejoice with me. I found the one sheep that I lost. In John 10, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. He was telling us that he is like the shepherd in that story who was looking for lost sheep. See, he doesn't come like a commander who makes demands on you. Or like a dictator who's insisting on everyone's obedience. No. He's a gentle shepherd. He's looking for those who might have wandered, who need to be brought back home. This morning, the shepherd is looking for you. Because you belong in his family. That might be the first time you've heard that, that Jesus wants you in his family. But it is absolutely true. It doesn't matter, you know, where you're at in life or how you got there. What matters is that he loves you and he wants you in his family. In fact, the Bible tells us that um, the love of God is never-ending. It says that when we were still sinners, he loved us. 
When we were enemies of God, he reached out to us. Today is Easter. Today we remember the price that he paid for us. How he came to earth for us. He was betrayed, beaten, and he hung on a cross for our sins. So we could be forgiven. That the son of God would give up everything. That he would even give up his life just to be closer to me. That is reckless love. And even though, to be honest, in my own life, there have been times when I have wandered away, when I have walked away, he always comes to find me. Because he's not afraid of the messes that you and I get into. He's not intimidated by walls that we try to put up. He doesn't care what it's going to cost him. He just wants to find you and bring you home to himself. And you've probably felt this. You've probably even, you might even have felt it this morning in the songs that we sang, maybe in the video that we watched. Maybe when you think about the Easter story, you realize that the shepherd has been calling to you to come home. So this morning, I want to give you an opportunity. I want to give you an opportunity to respond, a chance to stop running and hiding, a chance to surrender your life to his leading, a chance to come home. I'm going to close this portion right here with a, a word of prayer. Uh, I want to invite you uh, to bow your heads and pray with me. But if this is speaking to you, and you have felt the call through our, our video and through this story, um, I would encourage you to raise your hand as a sign, not to me, I'm not watching, not to anyone else in the church, but a, raise your hand as a sign to Jesus that today you want to follow him. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you that you died on a cross for us. We thank you for what your love that you have reached out to us. This morning we choose to turn to you, to draw closer to you, and to follow after you. And Lord, we ask for your help in following your lead today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want to invite our senior pastor, Chris Lonneville, up. We're here today to tell you that God is better than you have ever imagined. I was raised in a fairly large home. I had 13 siblings. And uh, in our family, it was about performance. What did you do for me today? How good were you today? And I brought a lot of that into the church and into Christianity. And it's taken me years to realize that God doesn't measure us by our performance. He measures us by Christ's performance. What he has already accomplished for us. Now, we're celebrating Easter, but we never lose track of the truth that just a couple of nights previous, he took his disciples into a small little room. And there he had arranged and prepared a meal for them. And what he was saying to them is, 
I know that what is about to happen is really hard. It's going to shock you. It's going to cause you to be challenged and struggle. But I am preparing this as a strengthening so that you can know that I have something good for you. He promised them, we're going to do it again. We're going to do this again in my kingdom, he said. Now, I don't know where you're at today, what challenges you face, but you need to know that even that which we are about to participate in, that which is called communion or the Lord's table, even that is just a precursor of something that's coming that's far better. It's to let us know there's a promise that God is better than we imagined. Right now, we're going to have a little piece of bread. You're going to have a little cup. But there's a day. If you will put your faith in Christ, there is a day in which we will have a feast like you have never known before. It will be a celebration of all celebrations. That's his promise to us. I'm going to ask if the ushers would make their way down. The scripture says that the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had broken the bread, he said, this bread that is broken, is broken for you. It's my body broken so that you can know wholeness. Do this in remembrance of me. So today, as we participate, you need to hear me. This table is not exclusive. It's not only if you happen to be a part of our church. It's not only if you happen to believe that you're a Christian. This table is inclusive. It's for anyone who wants to be a part of his family, who says, I've heard about Jesus. It's good. It's better than I could have imagined. I wish it was true. Why not take a chance and become a part of the family today and participate in the meal that he has provided? As the bread is being distributed, I would ask that you would each just hold your peace until we've all received together as one family in Christ. The Lord bless you. Jesus paid it to 
little piece of bread that represents for us the broken body of our Lord, knowing that we ourselves would all be broken. Every one of us here today has stuff in our lives, stuff we wished weren't there, things that we did that we wished we'd never done, things we wished we had done. Every one of us has baggage. He allowed his body to be broken so that we could know wholeness, so that we could know healing, so that we could know health, not just in our body, but in our soul itself. Lord Jesus, we thank you for being willing to sacrifice it all for us, that we could know true salvation. We receive it gratefully in your holy name. Amen. Then the Lord Jesus took the cup and he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Again, the cup is for the purpose of forgiveness of sins. Not just covering them up, but washing them away completely. That's his promise. You can know freedom from the stains of your past. From all those mistakes, all those sins, you can know complete freedom. That's his promise. And again, I would ask you to hold the cup until we have all received the Lord bless you.
in your hands the cup of the Lord. I'm going to ask that you'd all stand with me. This cup, if you will take it in faith, represents for you complete freedom. You no longer have to have chains hung upon you, holding you back, holding you down. You no longer have to live your life as if what you have done has locked you into something. He has come to set you free. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's His promise. That's His promise to you today. You can be free. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the willingness you had to hear the heart of your Father, to leave behind everything, to search us out, and to give your life a payment for our sin, to shed your blood, so that our sins would not merely be covered over, but they would be washed clean, cleansed through and through. We receive it gratefully, Father, in the name of Christ. Amen. I'd like to close us in prayer, but if you're one of those who after Ben had finished speaking, raised your hand and said, I need to know this Savior. I need to know this God who is so good, who's not like this cosmic exterminator looking to somehow beat us down because we're not good enough. If you would like to know this God and you don't, Ben's going to be up here ready to pray for you. Others are available. We would love just to pray with you. And if you would like to take that moment, we would be honored. Would you join with me in prayer? We thank you, Father, for this day that is set aside for us to remember and to celebrate the resurrection power of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And to know that the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in we who have come to believe in him by faith. You have given us that same power. And we receive it gratefully. Let it be that which sustains us in life and carries us through even the challenges, the struggles, and the problems we face, that we do it because we have faith in you. Lord, let this be a day of salvation for many, we pray. In the name of Christ, we ask it. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you. Again, if you would like prayer you're one of those who gave your heart to the Lord, please feel free to come forward in. Ben will be here and I'm here. God bless you. Have a great rest of your Resurrection Sunday.